On this episode, we are on the road and we are answering listener questions from the Main Street Magic Community Facebook group about Disney, Universal, and more in our 10th Q&A installment. Today is June 17th, 2022. This is episode 470 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey guys! And Rhonda, if things sound a little bit different, uh, why is that? Because I'm driving us to Epcot. Yes, and uh, things have been a little busy lately, been very hectic, Rhonda's been working a ton, so we ran out of a little bit of time to record this week at home, so we thought we'd fire up the mobile studio and go ahead and record on our drive down to Disney. Uh, I have laptop on my lap, I am reading notes, Rhonda is focused on the road and driving very safely, especially according to our new State Farm app and our little control thing that now tracks us so we can be safe drivers and save money. Uh, it's not even a plug for State Farm. I just think it's really cool. Um, so, yes, she's being very safe, and she is not looking at anything other than the road. But we're going to go ahead and answer some listener questions. Uh, we thought this would be the best way to do it is an episode like this where she doesn't need to look at anything. So, anyway, before we get into the episode... Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSDMagic.com. Follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSDMagic. If you've not done so already, please search for the Main Street Magic community on Facebook and ask to join. And if you hit that subscribe button, you're going to get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And we are so excited to have this episode sponsored by Mouse Dining. Uh, planning a trip to Disneyland or Walt Disney World can be overwhelming and at times just downright frustrating. Mouse Dining removes the frustration of booking Disney dining reservations, alerting you when they spot availability for your desired restaurant, date, meal, and time. If you visit msmfriends.com, you can use their free service. And then finally, if you're getting ready to plan that next Disney or Universal vacation, looking to go on a cruise or pretty much travel anywhere else in the world, head to mainstmagictravel.com and fill out a form for a free quote. Our travel services are completely free to you. So this is our 10th overall Q&A installment. Uh, we like to do these about every other month or so, and we reach out to the Main Street Magic community on Facebook to see what kind of questions you guys have for us. As always, we got a lot of wonderful responses, a lot of great questions, so we're going to split this one up as part 10. Part 11 will come at you a couple episodes from now, but ready, uh, Rhonda, are you ready to dive right in? Yeah, sure. All right, so first from Olivia Robinson, and I'm not kidding, these are some of the best questions we've ever had. Uh, what has been your most disappointing experience since the parks opened back up at either Disney or Universal? What do you, what do you think, Rhonda? I mean, I don't, I don't feel that we personally have really had any sort of disappointing or bad experiences. Um, yeah, I would say we haven't had any, which is great to say. I think the most disheartening and just sad is through everything opening back up. Now it has gotten better, but when it first opened back up, how many people were just not nice to cast members or team members? Yeah. It just was, that's why we made the shirt. Be nice to cast members, you know? Yeah. I've always said we wouldn't be here without them. Yeah, I think that I would agree completely. That's been probably the most disappointing thing to see is the way that, you know, it, it treated cast members and other guests, team members, you know, for the most part. Like you said, I think it's gotten a lot better. 
Um, there's obviously some restrictions, things like that have been lifted, continue to be lifted. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, haven't seen too much. I mean, everybody will agree that when we were still wearing masks outside in, in summer, that wasn't disappointing. It just was hot. Um, but that'd probably be the only other thing. A little disappointing. A little bit disappointing. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I think we've been real fortunate that we haven't run into anything major. Um, you know, we've, we've always lucked out with park reservations. We have not run into a time where we wanted a Disney park reservation and it was not available. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think we've been very fortunate. I know a lot of people have had issues, especially as, you know, resorts were starting to fill back up and people were getting moved around. Um, luckily, most of those times, though, they were getting upgraded or moved to maybe a deluxe resort. Yeah. So I'm thankful that we don't have a clear cut answer for this one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I completely agree. All right, we're going to move on to Samantha Kirk. She said, if you can only spend three days at the parks, uh, Walt Disney World, which resort is your ideal choice to stay at and why? I think we both have the same answer, right? Or is yes. yours a little different? I think we both say Pop Century. Yes. Um, why? Price. Yes. We're, we're literally looking at a, a Thursday night for opening a food and wine. At new AP uh, rates or at the Disney Plus subscriber rate, we're looking at 188 at night. Yep. You're on the Skyliner line. Yes. We are going to definitely spend two of those days at, or two of those parks. We're certainly going to do, I mean, um, Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Right. So the Skyliner, I think, is key. Um, do you agree anything on the Skyliner line oh, is yeah. probably really good? Yeah. That is, honestly, I hate to say it like this, but this that, that is now my first question when trying to book a resort, when our travel agent Chuck told us that we have um, new like rates out, I immediately was like, okay, what is Pop Century? And yeah. unfortunately, none for that. But again, with like Jeremy said, the Disney Plus we got, but you know, then we were like, what about Art of Animation? What about the Caribbean Beach? Caribbean. I mean, here's the thing you've got, and a lot does depend on your parks that you're going to, because if you have the budget, obviously anything on the monorail is really good too, especially if you're doing a Magic Kingdom day. Because of the fact that you can either monorail or walk to Magic Kingdom, you still have monorail access over to Epcot. If you're park hopping, you then have Skyliner from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. So... Okay. I think that's another option, but that's saying that you have the budget for it. Right. You know, and I think when you ask the why, budget certainly comes into place. Yes. And, I, I, you know, I think value resorts in general can be downplayed, but Pop Century, I think, can still get overlooked. But that Skyliner is an absolute game changer, mm-hmm. especially because it gives you such great access to all the resorts right there. Now, I understand you can't go over and use Caribbean's or Riviera's pool. Right. But you can certainly take advantage of all their other amenities that are outside of those fenced areas, yeah. uh, especially the restaurants, bars, things like that. So absolutely, definitely recommend Pop Century for that one. Uh, Rhonda, I think this question is specifically from for you, from Maggie Renee. She says, favorite Disney restaurants for a solo traveler. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> you, you don't solo travel. I let's don't just have any say, desire. Let's just say you were forced to somehow. Oh, gosh. Um, or somebody paid you. Let's just say some... Some big website or magazine came along and said, uh, Main Street Magic, we want you to solo travel from the perspective of someone who's never solo traveled before. Rhonda, we're sending you. Mm. Where would be some of your go-to dining spots because of that? Because I know you're not going to like to dine. I mean, you don't even want to go no. solo through a park. I know you're not going to want to dine solo. Nope. But if you were forced to. 
What are you thinking? Bariva. Bariva? Uh, only because I'll know probably everybody. And literally, I can just sit at the bar and eat and drink and talk to my friends. Is that considered solo traveling yes. if you're specifically going to see people you know? Yes, 100%. What constitutes a solo travel? Just getting there and back? I don't think... Yeah, I don't think yeah because I've already said, like, I would meet Rachel and we'd, we'd hang out. Okay. Um, like, I, I just, I have no desire. Or if I did... I think I would be live the whole time because I would be so bored and I'd be like, hey guys, talk to me because I'm bored. This is boring. I, I get like that. This. I get that. Um, I would not I would not say that as a solo travel if you say, if you meet up with someone and then you are with them all waking hours. But that's beside the point. We can have a, a whole other discussion on that. Yeah, I'm going to go with any of the bars and lounges where you can sit at a bar, uh, Bar Riva, Nomad, Three Bridges, Banana Cabana, uh, Tambu Tambu, you know, like we, we mentioned when we did, I think, our Fab Five Bar and Lounge episode is a place like Bar Riva. It has its own little community feel. And if you sit on the corner, especially of that bar, you're going to interact and talk to other guests and you're going to meet people. Yeah. And because all the bartenders there are so fabulous, you're going to interact with them. You're probably going to make a friend with them. So I think that's a great place. If you're talking about wanting to be left alone, like any restaurant really is probably going to be good for a solo travel traveler because you're going to get at a two-person table and you're not going to be around. Like, you're not going to interact probably with the other tables. But we both go at the, the thought of we want to interact with people. Yeah. Um, Tuna Gusto would be a really good solo travel place to eat. Oh, that's true. If you true. don't want to talk My to people. My own spaghetti. Yeah, but, but that means you're probably not interacting with other guests. Good, I don't want to. Oh, well, now, just, she, now she's just like, I don't want to talk to anyone. No, I mean, I want to talk to people I know. Yeah. Well, okay. So, yeah, Maggie, I think those really would be our go-to spots is places that we know we're going to have an opportunity to mingle and interact with other guests. Right. Uh, Stephanie Pitts. Hi, Stephanie. Uh, favorite alcoholic beverage on Disney property? Or she put in, excluding a Tito's water and <laughs> crayon, obviously. Rhonda, what is your favorite go-to alcoholic beverage on property? So I absolutely loved, and it was so funny because I didn't actually order and drink this whole thing. I just took quite a few sips of Jeremy's. But over at the Enchanted Rose at the Contemporary is a drink called Amour, and I think it's the the reason it's called that is because you're going to want more and you're more. Gonna, I want a more of it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I see what you did there. Um, yeah, so if you would like to read, because I cannot. Yeah, I pulled what? it up. It's uh, Grey Goose Vodka, Pavon Liquor de France, Pear Lemon, Twinnings of London, Chamomile Tea, Agave, and Rose Petal. It's mm-hmm. a $21 beverage. Uh, certainly not for the faint of wallet, <laughs> but it is absolutely so delicious and refreshing. Um, I mean, if we or each ordered one, that would be yeah. Like you have forty two dollars plus tip. We're going to be out fifty because yeah. we're going to tip, you know, pretty heavily on top of that. Um, I'm going to do something similar, and we're both going with very, I think, refreshing, uh, flower driven beverages because I absolutely loved most recently bedtime story over at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Uh, this is fifteen dollars. It's absolute Mandarin vodka, uh, Domaine de Canton ginger liqueur hibiscus syrup, fresh lemon juice, and iced tea with 
this like candied syrupy hibiscus flower that you can eat inside of the beverage. Yeah. This thing good. was absolutely amazing. Super refreshing. Uh, again, fruity, flowery. Um, absolutely loved it. Uh, as far as a standard drink, that's the thing is, is I'm trying, you know, snake bites, obviously still love, um, over at Rosen crown and you can get those all over property, assuming that they've got cider on hand and, and, and you know, an ale and stuff. Um, otherwise, man, go for the, go for the water, vodka, splash of lemon or splash of cranberry, mm -hmm. I think. And if you go over and you see Steve at Scat Cats Club, he might be able to make you his own concoction of a Main Street Magic if he has what he needs on mm, hand. So you can so always good. ask for that because uh, it's absolutely delicious what he put together. Yes. All right, Clayton Keaton asks, what are some of your bucket list coasters? Are you interested in Iron Gwazi at Busch Gardens Tampa or any of the big ones up the East Coast? Curious if you'd ever make a coaster-specific trip. Rhonda shaking her head now. Mm -mm. Why? Because I they don't have, all to, have wear to be my, like crazy though. Well, I have to wear my patch, period, probably. Yeah. So I don't in my older age, I do hate to say it my like older that. Older age. I just don't seek that anymore. Um, yeah. when I was younger, not gonna lie, absolutely. I've been to Bush Gardens before. I've well, SeaWorld I've been to, but not when they had all the coasters. Um, so, obviously, I'd wear my patch and I would just ride and just... Yeah. I, I would like to... I don't get sick. I would like to get over to uh, SeaWorld again. I mean, it's been a, well over a decade since since we've been, or I've been. Um, I'd like to get there. I hear just wonderful things about their coasters. Uh, yeah, Bush Gardens. I would love to, to check those out. Um, I, I would love a up the East Coast trip, or maybe make our way all the way out to Cedar Point, you know, and make a whole coaster trip. Again, if, if financing didn't matter, budget didn't matter, um, I'd like to check out some of the stuff at like Six Flags, honestly, but I don't know that I want to go spend the time and money to spend a whole day at Six Flags just to focus on coasters. So yeah, it'd be neat, like bucket list would be somebody said, hey, we want you to go cover these five you know big coasters up and down the east coast right and then we could go check them out um what i'm most interested to see is obviously the standpoint of this is a fun this is a thrilling coaster i want to see the theming and the story that's behind some of these other parks outside of universal and disney what story oh, and theming and does a SeaWorld do to six flags <laughs> do to cedar point do you know i remember going to king's dominion growing up in virginia you know, this is going to be 25, 30 years ago. I vaguely remember their coasters, but I don't remember if there was a story or a true overall theme. Do you think there is even one? I, I honestly don't know. This is a, this is where I would love to hear from our community, you know, our social community and Main Street Magic Facebook community is if you've been to these parks, and I'm sure we've got a ton of people that have been to Cedar Point, what is the storytelling? You know, are there indoor coasters like Rock and Roller Coaster, Cosmic Rewind? You know, are there, is there anything that compares to a Hagrid's, you know, obviously there's going to be some thrilling ones like a Velocicoaster and probably Rock and Roller Coaster. Is there anything that compares to Cosmic Rewind and Hagrid's from even just a ride standpoint? Right. I'm going to say probably not, you know? So I think that would be the most interesting part is not just the thrill of it because I don't ride coasters for thrill. Right. I ride them for the combination of everything. Now, okay. Velocicoaster aside, which does tell a story as a wonderful pre-show, I'm writing that for the thrill of it, but I'm not technically a thrill guy. Right. So I want to have those backing elements of story. But of what if theme. they don't and they're just thrill? 
Oh, no, I'm still going to check them out. I'm sure I'd still absolutely love them, but I'm not the guy that goes, there's a new coaster with the tallest drop in the world. Like, that doesn't attract me to it. In fact, that scares me a little bit, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So I'm going to be more like, there's this incredible new coaster themed after, you know, at Six Flags, themed after Batman fighting Joker with a giant show building that tells this pre-story of this, this, and this. Oh, and also there's this really cool drop. Right. If that makes sense. Okay. All right. Moving on. Jamie Owen says, you must have the same exact lunch every time you're on property. What is it? And this can be all of property. Um, so if it's same exact, let's, let's take it two ways because I think the answer is the same for me for both. If it's the same exact meal, literally meal, or is it same exact lunch spot, I'm going Satali Canteen with either of those. Okay. If it's same spot, I'm picking Satali Canteen because of the fact that there's so many options like we've talked about in the past. Right. If it's same You're exact You're going to there how meal, many times? Like 14,000, I think. Yeah. <laughs> if it's same exact meal, I'm still going Satali Canteen. And I'm going to do the beef and chicken combination bowl with the rice and bean um, base and the creamy herb dressing. Okay. What What are you thinking? Well, I was going to do... On both of those. A burger. And I was probably going to do the Bar Riva burger. But just... It's a good burger. It is. Super good. But just remembering Tutta Gusto and I Ooh. barely eat pasta anymore... I think I would go ahead and go there and just get that spaghetti and meatballs every single time. Wow. That's like, a good one. I could just do that every day. That's a really, really good one. Every because, day? I mean, yeah, because you'd only eat one time. Right. I mean, I feel like it'd fill you up enough where you really don't need to eat again because it's pasta and yeah. meatballs. And you, I mean, you've, neither one of us has ever finished that dish by ourselves. We always split it. Correct. Do you think you could finish it by yourself? Yeah. And then, your one meal of the day? Well, and then if I don't finish it right then and there for lunch, then I get a to-go box and I carry it around and then I eat it later. Yeah. So. I, 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 you know, I really like your, because one thing you have to think of as well it, it to put in there is... Uh, accessibility of that yeah. place. So, you know, you got to think, all right, in park, sure. Animal Kingdom, Satali Canteen, Epcot, Tuta Gusto, you know, uh, Magic Kingdom, Skipper Canteen, you know, um, Hollywood Studios. I don't know, probably Hollywood Brown Derby. But if you're looking at something that's very accessible and something that is delicious that I don't think you're going to get tired of, I think that Bar Reef of Burger is on point. Yeah. It's easy to get to from a lot of the different parks, resorts, things like that. Um, and it's love the signature burger, you know, over at Three Bridges. Love yeah, the lobster good... thermidor burger mm -hmm. burger at uh, Grand Flow. Um, love the brown derby burger when it was on it with the fried egg and stuff on top. But I think the min that's gone off the menu. You know, there's all these wonderful burgers around property. What I like so much about the Bar Riva Burger is the simplicity of it. Right. It's not crazy. It is a pretty standard burger, just done Got very, very well. Yeah, but, I mean, but take the mm. bacon off if you're not in the mood for bacon that day. Mm, mm, mm. But Always probably not going to do that. Bacon. That is true. Bacon tastes good. Um, I like I like that question a lot though, because then I think, all right, would I see that? Like, if I had to eat the same thing for every meal, 
when I could change up how it's prepared, I would do tacos, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh my god! And I would just change what's inside of them. Okay. A tortilla is one of the most versatile vessels known to man for food. That or a, or a bread. Yeah. Because I feel like you can make a taco or a sandwich out of anything. There was a whole what was it? iCarly that made that whole craze of spaghetti tacos. Oh my god! Like literally though, that works. You oh can my put goodness. any name any cuisine, and I think it will work inside of a tortilla, okay. a, at least a flour tortilla. Maybe not a corn hard shell taco. Right. You could make a you can make a burger taco. Take everything that's inside of Three Bridges or a, um I'm sorry a Bar Riva burger, or a Three Bridges one for that matter. I feel like that's happened before. Oh yeah. There's. I feel like. At Taco, why do I feel like Taco Lou? Taco Lou has a cheeseburger taco. Oh, okay. By the way, if you were ever in Jacksonville, Jacksonville Beach area, go to Taco Lou. It is absolutely incredible. They mm-hmm. do an amazing brunch on Sundays as well. Um, we'll just throw out a little local spot for you. All right, moving on to Brian Owens. If you could move one ride from a park to another park, what would it be and where is it going? Mm. Um, let's do this two ways. Okay. Let's do, or a couple ways maybe. Let's discuss um, inside of Disney World and their four parks. Let's move one there. Um, then let's move one from universal to a disney park just for fun what, what do you think about inside the disney parks do, you, do you, is there a ride that you go to and you just think man this really doesn't fit in this park it'd be so much better at so and so i have one if you need to think for a yeah, second go ahead. and i don't know how this would play out i mean everybody's complained well their biggest complaint or only complaint i feel like other than throwing up which by the way they doubled the um number of trash cans off the right exit of cosmic rewind and there are now ones basically at each of the exiting gates (laughs) um and and yeah and barf bags are plenty now apparently i guess it's really become an issue oh my Um, goodness so other than throwing up the other biggest complaint is that cosmic rewind does not belong in epcot I get that from the outside looking in, but if you write it and you watch the pre-show and you walk through the queue, they did an incredible job of making it, air quote, fit into yeah. Epcot. I think yeah. they really did. But if you had to move one ride from a park to another, I would move Cosmic Rewind to Hollywood Studios. But that's only if we can take other Marvel properties that Disney is allowed to use currently or that whole contract is null and void, just say, and we're able to switch rock and roller coaster over to the Iron Man coaster. We pop in Cosmic Rewind. It wouldn't make sense to then redo Tower Terror as Mission Breakout because you'd have two Guardians properties. But maybe maybe there's an incredible Tower of Terror refurb that moves into like a multiverse of madness or something. Huh. That could actually really work. Yeah. Um, that's that's true. Note, actually, I'm just gonna Logan just Logan. I think Logan should just do a bonus episode right now and retheming Tower of Terror to Multiverse of Madness because think of that whole pre-show and going through and then the drop could take you to different multiverses, basically. Oh, that's a pretty cool idea. All right, so maybe (laughs) that's what we do and that's how we're able to move it. Otherwise, even if you couldn't do all that, I could just see Cosmic Rewind fitting inside of Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Did you come up with something? No. That you would think you got nothing? Do you have something you would move from Universal to Disney? Again, um, IPs aside, don't worry about crossing over IPs. Let's just say Disney is able to, to buy an IP from Universal. I mean, probably Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Where, where would you put it? Would you then put um, it within 
try oh, and make it fit I in Epcot? Probably. <laughs> um, no, I would probably say Hollywood because I just yeah. feel like, I don't know, I just feel like. You're inside the movies. Yeah. I'm moving Velocicoaster to Animal Kingdom. Uh, that's a good one. I mean, really good one. guess what? We got this whole Dino Land yeah, that is a former, true. you know, skeleton of itself. Now that, th- thank the maker, Primeval World is gone. Yeah. Uh, we knock out all the all the little carnival games. Triceratops spin. Let's make room for Velocicoaster, even if we have to rename it. Call it Chester and Hester rule Chester the world. I don't Hester. care, man. Like whatever. It it that would actually be very very fitting. I think. Or move my Cosmic Rewind to Hollywood Studios, put Amazing Spider-Man right next to it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, then I'm trying to think, is there anything to move from Disney over to... Universal? Universal. The only thing, I mean, if you took Cosmic Rewind and you took whatever the Guardians looked like in the old comic books, yeah. and rethemed it to the old style, you could move that into Superhero Island. Yeah. Um, otherwise, just move It's a Small World just so I don't have to walk past it in Magic Kingdom. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it doesn't belong anywhere in Universal, but let's just put it there. Put it right in the middle of the lake for all I care. Um, That's not nice. All right. Uh, Kristen Arbeen asks, this is a really good one, and we're going to end on this one um, because I, I just I love this this question. It says, how have your trips changed now that you and Rhonda are taking more trips to Disney without the girls? It said, it's okay if you don't want to answer. Just curious how it's different. Um, That's weird. How, it, it, is, it is weird. We, we're going on now. Um, six months that the girls have not been pass holders at Disney. Uh, their last trip was in mid-January of this year. Uh, they've not been inside a Disney park since. And I would say, whew, we've done, you know, six, seven, eight trips without them. Yeah. What, it, what do you, how does it, how does it feel? So the reason I say weird, because it's nice and it's sad because they just, unfortunately, because we were going so much and working, that just like any kid, you know, when you're working, they enjoy going to your work at first, and they're like, oh, this is cool, okay. And then you keep working in the same place, and you keep going and keep doing, and they kind of get, all right, I'm done. And they don't want to go. And so that's what happened. They just didn't want to go anymore, and they'd be like, oh, we'll just stay in the room, and I'd, and then if we were like, no, you're going to come, sometimes they would complain. And I just, I got tired of that. So it has been nice to go with you and not have to worry about complaining or... Most of the time. I uh, complain a lot less than them. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, but then, you know, it, it kind of sucks sometimes because I do miss them and then... You know, like we just went to Universal with them because they do have their passes and we brought, which I do see that the ages that they are, we will be having more children than our children because that's just what they do. Yeah, they want to bring friends. And it's, it was so much fun. Yeah. And, you know, we had four girls the other night spend the night and it was just us and they let me help and hang out with them, and it was just fun. And yeah. That's kind of what I miss with them when we are here sometimes. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like this. Oh, but, I mean, 
I guess fortunately it's far and few between. Yeah. So. I um you know it, it wasn't like ripping a band-aid. It was it, because as you just mentioned, they were not wanting to go, you know, when they were coming with us, they were just hanging out at the resort. They went, didn't want to go to parks. We had to drag them to parks. It was, how long are we going to be here? It wasn't like up until the decision came to renew that they were like, we love Disney and, and no, can we please renew? And we were like, we just can't afford it. And we had to rip a bandaid and then no longer come. We went through probably an eight, a 12 to 18 month period of this adjustment. Yeah. Where they went from loving it to us watching them slowly get burnt out. And that's the thing. It's not that they don't love Disney. They got burnt out, yep. which is completely understandable, as you mentioned. So we, I think I'm, I'm fortunate that we slowly watched a change and we, and it was their decision to not renew. Yes. If they had said, yes, we would like to continue to renew and go to Disney, we would have figured out a way to make it work. Even if they were at a lower tier or the lowest tier or something, um, we would have figured out how to make that work. We would have continued to bring them, but it, it wasn't that way. And I'm glad the decision was made for us by them. Yeah. The hardest part for me is Facebook memories. Oh yeah, I you saw know, them this morning. And when when a memory pops like up, it. yeah, when a memory pops up of them at you know four years old in their Disney clothes or dressed as a princess, that's yeah. where it hurts. Like that's where I get really sad yeah. that they're not with us and that they they don't love it. That you know every time we drive under the Walt Disney World sign. I just smile and I take a photo. Yeah. And I kind of hate that I think we sucked that out of them. Like we well, took that from them in a way. Well, I mean, I don't feel like necessarily because they did just get older and we just now I feel like we need to focus on the memories and knowing that they did have a good time. They did have fun. They didn't complain. They did go to everywhere with us and you, enjoy it. Do you think that if over the past six years we went twice a year instead of 20 times a year with them, <laughs> yeah. do you think the outcome would have been the same at this point based on their ages? Mm, or do you possibly. think they would still want to go twice a year and they'd be super excited about it? Um, I would say possibly still the same outcome because of their ages and they do like um, Universal more now and I think because there is more rides and things to do and yeah so I, I kind of do I mean do you think I'm they not... still wouldn't want to go because remember for the first you know, several years of their lives that's what we did we went twice a year pretty much right. and I'm not saying that they won't ever go back to it and revert back to it and go Oh, I want to go back to Disney and then, you know, enjoy that again. Do you do you see any of the same uh, childlike sounds demeaning <laughs> childlike qualities that I feel like you and I have in our love for Disney and the fantasy and all? Do you see any of that in them as they get older? Do you think all of a sudden, yeah. Kalen? Well, I think Kalen's going to be twenty-one and be like, I kind of want to go back to Disney and Epcot and drink around the world with my parents. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Um, I, that's what I'll be interested. Yeah. Or do you think it's going to take all the way till the point of them having kids that it renews? Hopefully, that yeah, magic. No, maybe. This is upsetting to talk about. So <laughs> why do you want to end on this one? 
Because I think it's such a, no, I think it's such a wonderful question. Uh, I really like it. Um, and, and it has, it's changed, it's different. But like, I think with anything, you go through these different seasons and stages of your life. Oh, of course. This is a new season for us. And yeah. I, we love going together. Um, our new season is maybe not being there with our kids, but it's being there with our friends. You right. know, uh, right now we're going down to meet, you know, uh, Chuck and Allie and we're going to see Tony today. She's going to hang out with us. Yay. And, you know, um, I actually have a high school buddy that I haven't talked to or seen in two decades who's stay, doing a pool day at Yacht and Beach Club who we're going to walk over and I'm going to catch up with and we're going to have a drink and stuff. And so, yeah, it's not like we just come down. It's just Rhonda and I all the time, you know, pouting because we don't have our kids anymore. We're having an incredible new stage that in our lives that's going to make all new memories. Yep. And that we're very, very thankful for. And it's not like I'm sitting in the park going, I wish my children were here. Oh, I remember when Kaylin liked that ride. Oh, I remember when Lacey did this. It's really just those Facebook memories that punch me in the gut every yeah. morning. <laughs> because those pop up and there was a time where you think how much they loved it. And you're right. Just hold on to those. Yeah, and I absolutely. Think all is, all is because well. with a ninth grader and a seventh grader. Oh, my goodness. How did that happen? I mean, that's where I think we're just at the stage in our life that, you know, we are moving. We are moving towards that empty nester, unfortunately. Like, I mean, we have an empty nest. I mean, we have a seven, seventh grader and ninth grader, I feel well, like, because we rarely see them. No, I mean... They love their rooms. They do, but I also love that they want to be at our house. Yes. But and, Oh, and there's nothing better do... than that. Yeah. Yeah. Than them they... wanting that and, and fr having friends over and right. friends sleeping over and them coming out or Lacey coming out and be like, can we have daddy-daughter time? I want to watch a movie. I'm like, heck yes, we can. Yes. Um, so we still have that. And, you know, we joke because we've got two teenagers and, you know, they really do love their rooms and they often only come out to feast or use the bathroom. Yeah. And then and then hang out every once in a while. Yeah. Um, what will be so interesting, and I don't know our plan yet because it's so dang expensive, is that we will be at Disney with them for Christmas. And they will not have passes. And we don't know if we're going to look at maybe buying each of them a park day ticket. But it's like, boy, when you look at the cost. But then I think of us all four going to Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So we still have I to make a decision on that. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things. And I think they'd enjoy it. Well, I think it's one of those things. We will talk with them and see if they want to go. Because, again, if at this point they haven't been in almost a year, yeah. they might want to go. And if they do, then great. I'll fork out the money. But if they don't and they're like, no, I just don't, then, okay, let's figure out something else to do. I have my own question. Go to Disney where, Springs. Where, would you, to, where do you want to eat um, on Christmas Day? I have no idea. Where are we going to try and make a reservation? I have no idea. It would be really good. If we, were in, if we actually all four were going to Magic Kingdom, Liberty I feel Tree. like we Liberty Tree Tavern. Yeah, I agree. Um, but outside of the parks. Well, and if we go over to Disney Springs, because the tree trail should be there. Or tree, well, not tree. I don't know. I don't know what they'll do this year. I could see them reverting back to the original tree trail. I hope As so. opposed to doing the scavenger hunt. I like that a lot better. Yeah. Except for all the, the people that would do complete photo shoots in front of a tree oh, for like yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. You didn't get that as much with the uh, scavenger hunt. Yeah. Um, yeah. And speaking of Christmas, we really – and see, I would love for them to join us, but they'd have to get an Epcot ticket. Like we're really hoping to do a dining package for Candlelight Processional on Christmas Eve. Oh, that would be that pretty would be cool. So and cool. then we'll figure out maybe doing an early one. So we might have to do a breakfast 
um, even if we do breakfast with the girls, and then we could we could just give away. Maybe we'll do a giveaway for two dining seats for the candlelight processional to join us if we were going to pay for four people for breakfast anyway. That might be a good idea. That'd be a fun little contest or something. Uh, anyway, completely off path. Yeah. We are uh, not far from our destination. We are getting off of the exit. We're actually stopping at Westgate Lakes Resort and Spa where we are spending the evening. Um, so we're going to go ahead and drop off our cold items there because uh, we've got some stuff in the cooler. Uh, we will see Chuck and Allie. We're going to all head over to Epcot. We're going to ride Cosmic Rewind. Uh, we're going to do all kinds of fun stuff today. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be back home tomorrow, but back next week at Typhoon Lagoon with Lucy and Caleb on Thursday. And so, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the questions. Uh, if we did not get to your question today, we will in an upcoming episode, maybe a couple episodes from now. So we'll make sure we get those answered. I uh, truly appreciate you guys in the Facebook community. And uh, hey, all happy social media. Father's Day to thank all you. those amazing fathers out there, especially yes. you. Thank you so much. Yes. Happy Father's Day on Sunday uh, to all of you. And again, thank you guys for listening. If you're out there, hit subscribe. Brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, thank you for putting up with the background noise and the live aspect of this. And again, as long as you're out there on the internet, we would be so very thankful and grateful if you would leave us a rating and review. Because it'll help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.